Hello, happy 2020, it's August. <laughs> the year is still going and we are all just taking it one day at a time, trying to be happy, grateful, and enjoy this slower pace. Not everyone has a slower pace. I know a lot of people are really busy right now. New companies are being born, job opportunities. It's it's crazy world right now, but I think it's all going to be for the good. There's been a major shift. Everyone has been impacted somehow. And I'm going to share a little bit about the last few months of my life and what I've been going through. And I'd really like to hear some of your stories as well. So I'd love for you guys to contact me directly. You can do it through my intake form on my website at christinagambino.com or Instagram message me christinagambino72. I'm on Twitter, be the change72. However you like to communicate, communicate with me because if your year is anything like my year, then we need to talk. So <laughs> I've honestly been looking forward to sharing this just as much as I've been dreading it, if that makes any sense to anyone. But um, it's been really um, very hard part of my life. I'm 32 years old and I, I can say that the last few months of my life have been the hardest months of my life. and. It starts with, obviously, the COVID pandemic and my brand new business having to close, Jump Twist Ninja Academy, and having to close the business for two months and issue refunds for parties that were booked into the summer and memberships and just freezing accounts, wondering how long am I going to be closed? Do I switch to virtual? How do I keep my employees employed? I wanted to take care of them. How did I keep the business afloat when my landlord wanted me to pay rent? And it was like crazy, crazy, crazy thing where like I did what I had to do. But in the meantime, it like killed me emotionally, became super depressed, very unmotivated, discouraged and wanted to just like isolate myself and be alone and just kind of sulk in the disappointment of like everything I worked for just getting like disappeared so it was a big lesson learned where I had to accept the fact that every minute of my life and leading up to opening this gym and the money I put into it and just the time because I worked so hard on that gym that it drove me to my knees. Like every morning I'd wake up and just be like, God, why, why did you pick me for this job? Like it's too much for me. I was very miserable. I had no happiness in my life because it was all work and a lot of stress wondering, is the business going to work? Having to deal with the changing environments, hurricanes, you know, just the expenses. It's a very high operating expense company and I was stressed out and then I was trying to train and compete and... I didn't have a social life and I just was constantly stressed out. So to now have all that whole year of of me working so hard, just everything getting wiped out and losing everything I worked for, it was like, what? Like, what? Like, why did I do that? There's so many times where I have moments where I'm like, I say to God, like, why 
are you doing this to me? And I'm sure you guys listening may have had the similar experience where you're just in the moment and you just can't understand like why God would allow something to happen to you. Like, why'd you waste my time? Like if you wanted me to open up this gym just to lose all my money and, and my time and, you know, take, you know, years off my life and stress and fear, what was the point of all that? So I had one of those moments and it just made me realize that like all the work that I've been doing and not just with the gym, with my other 10 years of being a business owner with my online music company, Jump Twist Music and you know, my real estate. It's just like, I'm always working and why? It's like, if I'm never happy and all I'm working for, why? And I read some scripture this morning and you know what, I didn't highlight it and now I'm really upset Uh, Because I was kind of floating around and I don't even know what chapter it was in. But it basically said that if you could... You can thread a camel through a needle's eye easier than you can reach the kingdom of God through faith and riches. Now don't quote me because I'm sure I only read it this morning. It's the first time I heard of it. And I don't know if I said it accurately. So, but just think about that. If you put your faith in your riches and your work and your bank accounts and your material things that you own, that's not helping you at all on earth. And it's not going to help you reach the kingdom of God. So threading a camel through an eye of a needle, I mean, you have to squint your eye to look through the needle. So obviously, you know, it's an absurd concept. And so it just made me realize, like, yeah, that's exactly what I was feeling. Like, like I didn't even care about working and, you know, feeling success and the building a bank account. I just wanted to be happy. So that's the lesson that I got being, you know, a three business owner during a worldwide pandemic. Now, in that realization, I real I decided I wanted to start a family. And Jared and I have been engaged for two years and you know we've had our 10-year saga (laughs) we've been together and apart for actually it's like 14 years now or 12 I don't really know I've met him in the first grade so it's really been like 27 years of bliss so (laughs) I wanted to start a family with Jared and we both talked about it and said you know what like this is the only reason why we should be alive right now is to love our family to enjoy our time and so we got pregnant and it was like the happiest I felt in a very long time like probably two years like real pure happiness without the fear and the worry like just like very excited about what's happening in my life and I was so excited to be a mom like I was like writing letters to my baby and making sure I was taking my prenatals and going to the doctor and, you know, shopping for cribs and shopping for houses. We were going to try to buy a house. And Jared and I were talking about names. And it was just so nice to, like, the idea of, like, giving my life to my child. And it's the only thing that made sense because I was so tired of being, like, a selfish business owner like just having to like 
always have to like cater to my businesses like I wanted to give my time and my life to my to my kids so I was just feeling like so excited for this major shift in my life and I was exhausted it was very exhausting for two months I could barely keep my eyes open I mean I was I was sleeping for 11 to 12 hours every single night and then one morning I woke up and I was bleeding and I just knew in that moment that like it wasn't good even though like it's possible to have some bleeding and the baby could be safe but I feel like it was like almost a mother's instinct like I just knew and Jared was trying to tell me to stop being so negative and you know have faith have faith and it's like I didn't feel like I was being negative or pessimistic or doubting anything. Like, I just had, a, like, a, a knowing within me. And so we went to my gynecologist who just said, you need to go to a hospital. And we went to a hospital. And, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic where I did not want to go to a hospital. So Jared and I had a little bit of a back and forth about, like, oh, we have to go. I'm like, I don't want to go. And, you know, it was like stressful, so stressful. I'm wondering what's going on inside of my body. Is my baby okay? And I don't want to go and get COVID. And we get to a hospital and like there's literally people on oxygen tanks in the lobby. So we just like left and I went home and then it just started getting worse. So I wound up going to a hospital by myself. So I didn't want Jared to come in and I was there for about seven hours they did ultrasound um they were able to see the baby it was still in my womb and um they couldn't find a heartbeat and they said it was a threatened miscarriage and that I just have to go home and we'll see so I got sent home after being poked and probed and I was given a shot of Rogam because I have a negative blood type. So any women listening, if you have this negative blood type, it's just something that you have to deal with. It's nothing, you know, too crazy, but it's not as, as simple as, you know, if we didn't have a negative blood. So it's just very, very stressful. I'm like really upset. I go home and the next day I just was one of the worst days of my life. It was just the most painful experience ever as I had a miscarriage and it just was hours and hours and I was just curled into the ball crying and it's like you don't even know what you're crying about like are you mourning the loss of your baby or are you are you crying because this is the worst pain you've ever felt in your life so like it was a lot of pain all at once and then I finally actually, you know, sorry for the graphic details, but I was able to see the gestational sac. And it was just so awful. It was just a miserable experience. And I'm able to talk about it now. It's been two months since the miscarriage. My hormone levels are adjusted. I feel more normal in my head. And, like, I'm not super emotional anymore, like, crazy, like you know, not able to control my sadness and my tears. So I am doing a lot better in that aspect. Now, four days into my bleeding, as it kept going on, I got a headache and I had swollen glands in my throat. So 
I went to a lab to get tested for COVID. I did a one hour result. And a couple hours later, I got an email that said positive for COVID. So now I thought I was a mess before. I, I have this illness that the whole world is turned upside down for. And now I have it. I don't know if I'm going to be that like rare healthy person winds up in ICU like I don't know how bad it's going to be Jared had just uh well he had to leave in a week to go to Abu Dhabi to fight in Fight Island but he couldn't be in the apartment with me so he had to pack and leave and he actually talks a lot about you know his perspective and what he had to go through during this whole time in his post-fight interview after his fight against Chris Fishgold in Abu Dhabi, Fight Island, July 15th. So you can look that up if you're interested in in hearing what he had to go through. But he left the apartment. I needed him to get out. I told him, you have to leave, you have to leave. I didn't want him to get it. So now I'm alone. I have COVID. I'm bleeding as I'm still mourning the loss of my baby and meanwhile the gym had just gotten back on its feet and summer camp was running so I had that going for me that was one less stress but at the same time the employees at the gym were giving me there was a a love triangle in the gym which is against our handbook employee handbook and it caused a disaster and I had you know people were very insincere to me they knew what I was going through and they were they were very and someone who worked for me for six years was just completely disrespectful rude and I considered this person more than just an employee and they just I got I felt betrayed by someone that I loved and cared about so it was like a lot we have the financial fears I have the morning of my baby. Now I have the symptoms of COVID. I had lost my sense of taste. I lost my sense of smell. I didn't, I, I was like anorexic for two weeks. Like I just couldn't eat. And I had the worst headache, like all day and night. It was headache, 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 excruciating. I had to take acetaminophen every like three hours just to not be in agony. I never got a fever. And I don't know if that was from all the medicine I was taking but I also had this feeling of water being shoved up my nose like I cannonballed into a pool and the water went up my nose and into my brain and was burning and that feeling stayed with me for two weeks so it was just awful on top of that I was fighting with a family member about things I should have never have had to fight about And it was like I was being attacked from every area of my life. And I was like feeling very similar to how I felt when my hand was paralyzed and a lot of things were going wrong in my life. And I was just like, I feel like I'm under attack or like whether it's my own negative thinking, if it's, you know, demonic attack on my life and my at my spirits or it was like, I don't know, was I just sulking in negativity and more negative negative stuff was happening to me so I just decided like I have to turn this around 
I lit some sage. I grabbed my holy water. And I'm walking around my apartment. I'm sprinkling holy water and I'm burning sage. And I'm praying out loud. And I'm saying to God, I said, God blessed me when he closed the gym. God blessed me with this miscarriage. And God blessed me with COVID. I will never think otherwise. And I just proclaimed and I affirmed that all these quote-unquote terrible things that I was experiencing was a blessing from God and as soon as I like switched my 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 mind like the next day the feeling in my nose was kind of going down and that was like 10 days in 12 days in it I was suffering for a long time before I like got up and was like I had enough so your mind is so strong and and for someone who like me who goes around doing public speeches about you have to believe it to achieve it and to then find myself in such a weakened negative state like it happens and that's why I'm I'm sharing the story with you guys because I don't have it all together I am an absolute mess most of the time I'm on my knees begging to God to take things out of my life I'm constantly crying out to God and then it seems like sometimes he'll just hit me with more and it's like he just wants us to rely on him he wants us to find the joy in our struggle we want to hand he wants us to hand it over to him and he wants us to just just be faithful and know that he only works for the good because I do know that at the end of the day I do know because if I look at my past Look at God's track record. Like, think about such a terrible time in your life. You never thought you'd get over it or get through it. And you did. So God got you through it. He'll get you through it again. So why are we doubting God when we know he always gets us through it? So it's like, it's hard to live in that state. And I, there are people that I, that do it. I'm, I'm working on it. And that's why my relationship with Jesus is growing. And it's like, every time God knocks me down, it's like to bring me closer to him. So if you're going through a long suffering in your life and you feel like nothing is going right, you have to have a conversation with God. I mean, you, we can't be miserable for the rest of our lives and, and not try anything. So if you've never tried just saying, hi, God, it's me, you know, like I really need help right now. Or can you please do this? You have to ask. We can't just sit and wait without ever asking God. So ask God for what you want and I did that and Jared won his fight. I was so stressed out because the last thing I needed was Jared injured or coming off of a loss because like I couldn't handle any more bad things at the time. So I thought. So he comes home from his fight. We're so excited that we got over all this. We're so much closer. We overcame the miscarriage. He had to go and train for his fight without like really having all the preparation he needed with the situation the gyms are in and his whole team getting COVID and me having COVID and we just were ready for something happy. And so we took my RV out and we drove it from Florida all the way to Colorado. It was the best RV trip of my life. We got to see the most amazing views, national parks. Uh, We got to stop in New Orleans, see friends in Louisiana. We went to Dallas. We saw, I saw a volcano in New Mexico, that was cool. And then Colorado Springs, I just saw the most epic mountains. And you know, we did a pterodactyl thing at um, Cave of the Winds where we got like dropped off of a cliff on like a bungee, which I was so scared to do, but Jared didn't give me a choice. And so 
I did it. But, um, you know, it was so much fun. And it was like after what we went through, like we needed that. We needed that time so bad. Now we're driving to Zion. We're about 30 minutes out of Zion. I'm so excited. We're going to do this whole hike. We have a reservation at a really nice RV resort. And I'm driving down the mountain. And we're passing through a city called Virgin, Utah. And that's when God showed me that I am stronger and that I can handle more. There was an 18-year-old girl driving on the wrong side of the road coming straight at me. I had to get off of the road to avoid a head-on collision and she swiped the whole side of my RV. She took out about 25 feet of my RV. She totaled her car. We got a crazy whiplash to the right. We almost tipped. She hit the propane tank so by the time I stopped the RV, by the grace of God, I didn't crash into anything or anyone. But I had severe whiplash from my seatbelt and the propane tank was hissing and smoking and I was just like get out and so like Jared was running to the back to get out because the door was in the back I didn't think I was gonna have enough time so I jump out of the passenger side window and I start running now this is not a car this is an RV so it was like a 10 foot drop after getting extreme whiplash which I will go over my injuries a little later but now I jump out of the window and start running as if the thing's gonna blow up like I'm in a movie and Jared was like, you told me to get out. And by the time I opened the door, you were outside. He's like, what the heck was that? I was like, I'm a ninja. Let's go. So obviously, I mean, it wasn't funny when I saw the side of my RV. And I was just like, honestly, I can't explain it. I was screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming and hugging myself. I've never done this in my life. I was hugging myself with both arms so tight, like to comfort myself. And Jared was like trying to figure out like what it was going on with this girl like he's across the street I'm just standing on the side of the road. It's 110 degrees. My feet are burning because I'm wearing flip-flops And I'm just screaming and hugging myself like this woman comes running out from an RV She's like hugging me tight and I'm just like screaming crying in her arms And she was like I saw the whole thing. Oh my gosh. Are you okay? And like it just was the most traumatic thing I've ever experienced in my life and now the fire department's there, like, trying to empty the propane tank so it doesn't blow up. We're doing, I'm giving statements. I'm hearing the crash in my head as I'm standing on the side of the road. I keep hearing it, and I keep seeing her car right in front of me. So I'm having already, like, PTSD, but it's only been a few minutes. And, like, the cop is trying to ask me questions, and I just keep hearing this crashing in my head. And I'm just, like, an absolute mess. And I'm crying to, I'm, I'm, on Jared crying telling him I'm not strong enough I'm not strong enough why is God doing this to me why is God doing this to me and like I just couldn't like believe it I couldn't believe it we're not going to Zion I have to cancel my reservation I have to go to a hospital my back is not okay my whole RV is ripped to pieces like Mike's my, my you gotta just look at my Instagram and see the pictures I don't even want to go into it it's been four weeks from the accident I'm still waiting to hear back if they're gonna repair it or if they're gonna total it and it's just a crazy, crazy, crazy situation. After everything I just told you, not to mention, I'm having a really bad problem with my back. I have bulging discs. They found a cyst. My, my back has been in a complete spasm for four weeks. So having trouble walking. Now I have a back brace. I'm on all sorts of medications, steroids, muscle relaxers, anti-inflammatories. I'm, I'm just, I'm seeing chiropractors, orthopedic surgeons, 
just to like be okay and like when I came home I we had I just don't even want to even like get into all of it to be honest but like long story short Jared had to drive all my stuff home in a rental car he's amazing so is his friend for taking the trip with him and I had to fly and when I got home the best part was my car had a flat tire I was like you know what God you're just funny aren't you like I'm I am not laughing, but like you think I'm so strong that I could just keep handling all of the stuff. Now, two weeks after the accident, I'm driving to my chiropractor and someone crashes into me. Like you guys must think I'm making this up. I am not. So someone crashes into me from behind. I get more whiplash. I'm it takes me right back to the being on the side of the road. I'm screaming. This girl like doesn't even know what's going on. She who hit me. And I'm just like crying and I'm like, I can't get myself together. And I'm like, I keep losing myself, like my sanity, my peace. Like I have just been an absolute mess. Then my dog stops eating and drinking and I had to bring her to a hospital. And they were like, they kept her for three days on fluids. And we weren't sure if she was having kidney failure, if she was going to die, if she was having pancreatitis. Now I'm working at the gym, I'm hiring, I'm training, I'm worrying if my dog is going to die, my back is, I can't even stand, I haven't had time to mourn, you know, or even think about the fact that I had a miscarriage two months ago, or a month and a half ago, and it's just like, you can't make this up. I actually got a, I, I said out loud, I was like, the only thing I'm missing, God, is the sores that Job had, and then I swear, <laughs> I woke up with a sore. It was just one. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying, I did get a sore. So now my new name is Job Jr. And if you don't know the book of Job, look it up. He had every he had some crazy, 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 you know, hardships. He was faithful and then he got everything back plus more. And it's a great story of, you know, having faith in the worst of times. And, and I, I tried, I tried, I didn't, I thought so hard about Job this whole few months. Like, how did he do it? How did he do it? Like, I am not, I felt like such a weak person because I like, wasn't strong going through all this stuff. So it was just really insane. And I'm going to wrap this up because that was a lot. And I, the only thing I want everyone to get out of this is like, whatever you're going through in life, it is going to be okay. Like, like, we can't even take everything so seriously at this point. My dog didn't die, by the way. However, my other dog, who was my family dog, did die a few days later in my arms. I'm holding this dog while, while he's dying. And I'm just like, that was another moment where I was like, Jesus, you really think I'm something else? I'm like, so it's like, after all of this, like, I'm here. I'm able to talk to you guys about it. I can laugh a little bit, not too much. I'm really upset still, but, like, I'm really faithful that everything is going to work out. I'm hoping that the insurance works out with my RV. I'm hoping I'm going to have a full recovery in my back. The cyst turned out to be, you know, benign. It's not cancerous. I just need to watch it. And I just have to deal with these discs and the bulging and the, and the spasms and get strong again. And, and you know what? My fire is kind of coming back, which is crazy after all of this. If this is what it took for me to get my fire to become a savage, relentless, determined competitor on American Ninja Warrior and apply and compete and hit a buzzer, if this is what I had to go through to do that or whatever the next great thing that God is going to have me do 
then that's why I had to go through it. And I would love to tell the story on American Ninja Warrior and let the world know I overcame all these obstacles, which means so can you. And so I'm leaving you with that. Whatever it is you're going through, bring it to God, give it to God. And it's okay when you're upset. It's healthy to cry. We just can't live there. I cried about my dogs, but I I just decided that like I can't let it ruin my life and my days because God only works for the good and we have to remember that. We cannot forget that. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. God so loved the world that he sent Jesus for us. He loves us. So he's not going to do anything to us that isn't good. So I'm just going to revert to Joshua 1.9 because that's kind of my, my tagline at this point. <laughs> Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So wherever you are in your life, I pray that you know and feel God's presence, his strength. Use his strength to get through this. It's not that God get, doesn't give you more than you can handle. He gives you more than you can handle so that you don't try to handle it. It is too much for you. And that's why you have to hand it over to God. So thank you for listening. Thank you for hearing my story. And please message me and share your story with me. I want to hear it and I want to pray for you. And I want you to pray for me. And I want us to all get through this together because we have to get out of isolation. And we need to stick together. Have a good day, everyone. Thank you.